0: So I have to start with a bit of an admission. This is the 60th episode of the podcast, and I'm ashamed to say that I can't believe I haven't had these two ladies on the podcast up until now, but today we completely changed that. I've been following Pam Brown Mortgages ever since I got into the the mortgage world a couple of years ago with social content. So we have the lovely Pam Brown and her daughter Nina from Pam Brown Mortgages. Pam Brown Mortgages have been going for over 11 years with Pam at the helm, and Pam has actually been a mortgage broker for 19 years. And Pam was joined by her daughter, Nina, nearly three years ago now. And then Pam's son joined about 18 months ago. So it is very much a family affair. And if you know who these guys are, you probably more than likely do. You'll see that a lot of their social content and the the values of the business is all about family. And we'll get into that shortly. So from when everybody joined the company, it's gone from strength to strength, and it is that the family is at the centre of everything that they do. Um, They're hugely personal and social. I'm really looking forward to getting into how that helps their business, but how it helps the the day-to-day running of the business as well. So ladies, thank you so much for coming on. I know you're really busy. Uh, We were just talking beforehand, and Pam's like, yeah, I've got an appointment in a bit. So (laughs) it's, it's kind of squeezing this in, so I do really appreciate you taking the time. So how is business at the minute? How's things going?
1: very well indeed for both of us um isn't it boo yeah very Um, well yeah very well um we've just taken on a new starter martin he's not a brown so this is very Uh, really no he's not a brown so he started a couple of weeks ago um so no and business is really good i'm 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 really proud of how um we've just carried on that's all we do in our lane and we carry on we don't try to be any different we just carry on which i think is is why we're so successful
0: over the last, so you've had the, had the company for eleven years. Would you say this last couple of years since COVID has been the busiest that you've ever seen?
1: Hundred percent. Um, Vicky, my PA, every Sunday night sends figures, and so we get to see monthly, weekly, and monthly figures every Sunday night. But also on the back of them, it shows you our growth in the last eleven years, mm-hmm. and so I get to see every single month for the last eleven years. And the last two years have been our busiest since we started Pembra mortgages.
0: Wow. And Nina for yourself, you do, you specialize in the protection areas, don't you yourself? Have you seen a big uplift in that since COVID? Have a lot more people been much more aware of it?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, hundred percent, but I I started being an actual advisor just as COVID hit. So I didn't necessarily know any different. Um, I mean, I I started advising, I think in the December before obviously then the February, March, obviously everything then happened. so in terms of differences, I don't really know any different, to be honest.
0: You just know being really busy, working <laughs> every hour that God sends. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd love to get into. We'll get into this as we go through the podcast. But how you generate leads online, because that is, as we all know, I've never done this, the job that you guys do. But I know protection is one of the, one of the most lucrative from a business sense, of course. But it's all about helping people. It's how you get people to come to you because it, it's a really touchy subject, especially to talk about on social, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent. But um, I think if you are, if you're portrayed in a certain way, then obviously people just trust you. And at the end of the day, people don't buy the policies; they buy into you and they buy into the advisor.
0: So. Okay, right. So, if we get a bit of a background to you both, please. Pam, could we start with yourself? Give us a bit of background, not from the day you left school, but just <laughs> in the mortgage, because I do this and people are like, right. So, I push trolleys at ASDA, and it's interesting to know. In it-
1: 1990, I, no, I, so, so I was a recruitment consultant before I became a. Okay. Woman- I had my own um, recruitment business and then 9-11 happened and I had staff in the states so I decided to close up completely and literally overnight become a mortgage broker so what was that 2000 and when was that 2001 wasn't it 9-11 yes. yeah yeah So um, I've been a mortgage broker for a long time, um, and I never wanted to leave my children, so I always wanted to work part-time, be a full-time mum, they never went into childcare or anything like that, so I worked from my kitchen table um, until Nina and Joe got old enough for me to be able to get an office, which was only eight years ago. Um, I had an office. So all the time I worked from home and worked till two, three in the morning doing a Santander or Halifax application. And then, uh, so, so yeah, so it, it's grown and grown from very organically, um, very organically. We've never paid for leads. We've never done anything. Everything has always been from my first client, who I still have um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and grown like that. Everything has just been referrals.
0: That'll be really interesting to ask you the strategy question at the end then to start if you were to start again. So you, you started the trend of home office working then, didn't you, all those years ago? And do, do you
1: know what? Nobody around me did it. because every, And I don't think that when I first came into this industry, I was there was a couple of women in our office, but, mm-hmm. but you'd go to the events and they're full of men. Mm-hmm. And and I remember going in into an event, and I said this the other day to somebody, and someone tapped, I went with my husband, and someone tapped him on the shoulder and said, oh, thanks so much for the business, and thought I was his PA because I was the woman and he was the one. You could only imagine my face. And I was like, if you had the name tag, you'd have known it was me. Uh, but no, so, so that just goes to show the difference to now, um, how, how women are growing in this business. And to me, when I wanted Nina to come over, I wanted Nina to be able to do the same for her. And when she has a baby, the baby can come in here. We've got a three-story building that I can help. We can all sit here, and the baby could just be part of, of Pam Mortgages because I wanted her to have a career that paid a lot of money, that mm-hmm. she enjoyed, and that we could be a family still. Um, so this is what I've always wanted. I've always wanted my children next to me in Pam Mortgages.
0: That's lovely. That's It's great that you set up the business for that. And this is an interesting conversation. It's probably something that I hadn't thought we were going to go down this route. But talking about women in the industry, you, you've seen Pam back uh, like back in the day there was you were going to events and it was all men. Have you seen the same thing, Nina, or do you see it as a 50-50 split male and female in the industry? What do you think to it?
1: Um, mostly men. <laughs> uh, I I mean to be fair, obviously I spent two years having no events, so I didn't necessarily meet anyone. Yeah. And um, so I've only had the last six months really of going to these sort of events. Um, I mean, obviously, a few weeks ago we had the Women in Protection Awards and the conference. So obviously, that was lovely because it was mainly women. But that's only mainly women because it is it's a, yeah. Yeah, it is a conference and awards yeah. on women. Um, so the typical events, no, it's 100 percent still. How do you how do you think
0: the kind of break that bias? This is an interesting conversation. How do you think we break the bias in the financial services industry that it's
1: you have to, is it okay
0: for women to to be in this industry? Is it because people they're affra- people are afraid to come into the industry? What do you think it is?
1: I think women are better. So sorry, you're a man, but I think. Okay, at doing two things at once so I think you, you can be a mum and you can work part-time and, and earn a decent salary and I think you, can, you don't have to be you, you look look as now we're on a zoom you don't have to see somebody anymore you could you could be in there's many a conversation Nina and I've had with people when we've been on holiday we can be anywhere in the Caribbean if someone wants to zoom you can zoom it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It just means that you can do two things at once. And I think that women are always belittled that, that they're mothers. So, oh, God, we don't want to employ a mum. But to me, that means that she's got her ducks in a row. It means she's exactly what she's doing. She's going to be more organized, blah, 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 blah. That's how I see it. Um, so and, and also, especially for Nina's position, if you've had a child, you tend to think about mortality. Do, do you know what to mean? You, yeah, you tend to about yeah. like, what would happen. So I think that for Nina, I think that you probably sell more protection with women next to you, don't you? Yeah. Because it's a question that if someone's had a child, they're very concerned about rather than the man thinking about it, if that makes sense.
0: 100. Definitely. I was listening to Karen Brady on Stephen Bartlett's podcast. I'm still waiting for the invite on that one, to be
1: honest. <laughs> so we, yes.
0: so <laughs> But she was talking, it's really interesting that when she's running the business, everybody will ask her, how do you do it with the kids? Yeah. a husband running a business yeah. they never ask how do you do it with kids and I think that's a mindset that does need to change doesn't it and it's in the financial big. services industry I think it'd be lovely and I'm sure you two will be definitely up for this if there are any ladies that are listening to this that are thinking of getting into the industry your inbox would always be open to talk about how oh, you... Oh, of course,
1: yeah. And it's strange. I have this conversation with my husband all the time. My, my son has Crohn's disease, which I know you know, and, and we've spent several years in and out of hospital, um, and uh, he's never had a day off. Other than when he was really ill in hospital, as in, in almost dying, uh, other than that, he's never. Other than the period which was dreadful for all of us as a family, Tony's never taken him to a hospital appointment. He's never had a day off school with him. He's never done anything like that. If Nina was ill, it was always me. Mm. And I carried on working from home. So I think that's a really big thing for a woman to be able to. My son would be lying on the sofa or in a hospital bed and I would be sitting there typing next to him. And I and I think that's a really good thing for a mother that doesn't want to leave her children. You can do this job. It's bloody brilliant to, to and be now able this to- This has
0: just given us so much more flexibility now, hasn't it? With COVID. Yeah. yeah. I don't know it's talking about fast-forwarding technology and everything, but it's much more acceptable, as you said, to do a Zoom call like this compared yeah. to having to meet but, in there, so. and
1: i think you also have to remember just stay in your lane it's really easy for a man who runs a business who has no children or who has no wife or who's pe- whose wife looks after the child and cooks every night then that's great for them but it's but you can't compare yourself to them mm-hmm. you it, completely uncomparable you can't say to somebody oh my god you know I want to be like them because you're never going to be your job is a mum first and foremost and then you're a business owner they're just a business owner and then they go home to their cook tea and their child in bed it's a completely different scenario mm-hmm. for, for a woman to, to do this so anyone that wants to have a talk to me about bringing up a child and working my inbox is 100% always open.
0: And that's your plan obviously you, you've seen your mum do it where you can you can have a life and a business at the sorry you can have a life with children and a business at the same time it must have been great to see that growing up.
1: Yeah no 100% it's definitely one of the main reasons why I wanted this job because obviously when I do have children um, I, I can't remember a time where my mum didn't obviously take us to school because mm-hmm. uh, I was always on my
0: phone. <laughs> <laughs> always on my phone. So here's one for you. Working as a family, you all work as a family, and <clears throat> we see on social media everyone gets on. Is it as nice as that in the office, or do you all have arguments? There's got to be some arguments in there. Um, yeah.
1: No, we do like, <laughs> I'm amazed. <laughs> because, honestly, I'm, her and her brother, um, So Martin, the new starter, finds it hilarious. That them to bicker all day, but they're surgically attached, so they I bicker. Really? And everything for him. Yeah. My son loves a McDonald's, and she takes him every day, or every day she'll take him for a takeaway or whatever, and and then smack him around the head, or you will smack him around oh, the head seconds later. <laughs> but but, <laughs> they, but they love it. it's it's. I'm not lying. We we. It's actually I get to kiss my children in the middle of the day, yeah, and it it's, it's it's the highlight of my life. Literally, it is. <sighs>
0: and this it's a big thing for you family values and that's I want to talk about kind of how you generate leads and where where your leads come from we were talking on the podcast sorry beforehand about how a lot of yours is referrals is it because people buy into that family value that you offer to people
1: yeah I think it is don't you yeah I did a post on LinkedIn um oh god four years ago and I'd won an award in Lisbon with Primus our network mm-hmm. and uh, another, a gentleman actually filmed it. I didn't even know he was filming it. He filmed it and I put it on LinkedIn and I didn't know whether to put it on LinkedIn or not. And I thought, no, 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 Pam, you've won an award, put it on LinkedIn. From that moment onwards, it had something ridiculous like half a million views. Literally, it, was, it went absolutely crazy and from that moment onwards pan brown mortgages went from just me posting a little bit to to actually thinking me thinking actually i'm just going to be me i'm not going to sit and go the bank of england base rate i'm just going to talk about me it's obvious i'm a mortgage broker um it's Pam brown mortgages so i don't need to tell everyone i can get you the best fixed rate um my clients can do that for me so i think that do you think i think that that's how it all started for us was just actually be yourself
0: is that personal content and, and i want to talk about the, the the balance that you have of personal content especially with yourself nina that you do um, talking about protection products it's something that needs discussing you can sell yourself off the back of it but a lot of people don't have an understanding of protection as they do of mortgages so if we talk about if we can talk about the personal side of it to start with if we talk about social media with your content that you post on the likes of LinkedIn and Instagram, and Facebook, where do those ideas come from? Um,
1: my head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so this is the thing a lot of people struggle with. Where, what do I actually post? What do people want to, it's to really hear? About?
1: No, it is it is definitely hard to come up with new ideas every couple of days. Um, but I think that's why there's such a mixture on my like LinkedIn and Instagram. It's a mixture of all the things that people actually need to know about in terms of insurances but then also just getting to know me in this business
0: yeah so when you when you're talking about personal stuff what would you upload as a personal post
1: um just how my week's going or if i have any events going on um you know even if it's like a sunny day and <laughs> yeah. we are, we're yeah. just me happy well, like, yeah <laughs>
0: But a lot that so when I speak to people about like social media content, we'll create the polished content, the business content. But then I'm saying to them in between, just upload a photo of you at the desk. And they're like, well, what's that got to do with it? And just upload whatever it is. It's a photo of a cheeseburger. It's a photo of a sunny day. And you two are laughing there because it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? That you can upload a photo of a sunny window and people will interact with you.
1: But people by
0: people, that's full stop end of the story. And,
1: and that's, all, that's all we do. We, we made a decision that we wouldn't talk so much about work would just say i mean the amount of people we're sitting on the sofa now and the amount of people that say oh my god we've got the pan brown sofa when they come in and see us because <laughs> we have taken so many pictures on the damn sofa um but people go oh my god look it's the pan brown sofa and it, it's it's yes it's great
0: it's getting that personality across you know when you're taking these personal photos do you i spoke to you about this before we started recording but do you tend to have a photographer in how do you get yeah. your photos
1: no, that's always just me. That's Nina Brown. Yes.
0: <laughs> Is it a tripod? Are we talking like a tripod no. special with a ring? So, the right
1: so Nina, aren't they? Yeah. And then the other ones of me, Nina, and Joe are Vicky, my PA. And the God love her. She'll have a list as long as her arm. And I'll go, Vic, Vic, do <laughs> do a picture. And it's done within three seconds and it's posted. Because I think you can criticize everything. So I don't like you know, I had a stroke when I was pregnant and I don't like one side of my face because I can see my stroke. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh my God, look, Nina doesn't like the fact that she might have a spot one day. Joe doesn't like, it. it's like, oh my God. So so you find excuses not to post pictures all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just think we post them straight yeah. away, don't we? And yeah. then we go, right, done, it's done. And I don't actually look at the picture again because some of them will oh, be so that's yeah, a tip okay. for
0: people then just take the photo upload it and when yeah. do you upload something to social media is it something after you've helped a client is it something that has riled you that day when do you post
1: either or it can be yeah nia could look pretty in a dress and i think oh let's go on <laughs> um, it can be we've just had a deal it can be someone's peed me off and like i said to you earlier about the um estate agent that that annoyed me for my client it can be a bdm coming in we're going to the mortgage strategies this week so it could be that tomorrow on a train it's anything anything that i just think and this
0: is what i I wanted to ask you that question because i knew that would be the answer because a lot of people can sit there and analyze right what do i post this week how do i post it what's going to get the best interaction Whereas it is all about just to think right, you've got an idea, let's post it. Just get it out there. Because by the time, it could be by the time tomorrow that the moment's gone and you think yeah. oh, I'll do it next week. Just get them out there. That's your key, isn't it?
1: And also don't worry about how many people are going to like it. Because it's not, it's not about that, is it? And in the beginning, Nina and I would worry, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with recognition. When you, when you, if I have a problem with a case, I want someone to help me, they know who I am. Mm-hmm. When, when Nina walked into the awards um, a couple of weeks ago and did the thing on stage, that's only because they knew her and Pan Brown Mortgages that she got invited to do that and she's won awards, et cetera, et cetera. That's because, you know, she, she posts. And I think that you need to remember that as well. Don't get so het up about the small stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're constantly drip feeding your faces, which is your brand. But that's what it is. Essentially, your face is the brand. But that's how I, I know you as the family company. I mean, yeah. I know Pan Brown Mortgages, but I know you guys are family. I know that you work together. Now, if you'd have sat there for the last two years and just posted about how you've helped this client, how the base rate, yeah. et cetera, I'd know nothing about you. So I wouldn't have warned to you in the same way I would have. So, for my, for my client, that's even more so. Yeah. The big thing is we, you definitely do photos, you upload them. But, Nina, you kind of specialise in the video area, don't you? Yes. How was your first ever video that you did on social? oh Terrible. God. <laughs> yeah. how many takes
1: um, I, I mean to be honest they still take me quite a long time do that um, yes and i mean i'm not very savvy with technology so i don't you know I, I wouldn't know how to edit a video to save my life so it has to be one take um so it takes me quite a few takes to get, video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get to the end and mess one word if I go "Ah, oh, i'm gonna do it all again
1: <laughs> so annoying but um no the first video was terrifying um i mean they're, they're still terrifying but you're putting yourself out there and that's never nice to put yourself out there um but you just get used to it mm-hmm. i had to I moaned at her so often didn't I Nina in the yeah. beginning she wouldn't put herself out there and I kept saying your face is your fortune here you're a master you're a master degree educated girl you know what you're doing you've got all of your stuff behind you let people see your face and she refused point blank to do it until I almost locked her in the cupboard. and then she started and then she started to do it and look now
0: so Bea, you got a master's degree did you say
1: yeah yes yeah I went to uni. Um... I have a degree in teaching randomly um and then a master's in property development
0: oh wow god that must help so much with your in your industry that you are at the moment helping people like that right?
1: <laughs> you would think so yes but i mean you can ask a lot of people i think when you go to uni you, d- you do forget a lot of stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been quite a now so i don't I don't really remember much um <laughs> yes it's good to be able to say that i have a master's yeah
0: it's good 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 to drop in conversation but so when you're doing these videos you do because i've seen them because you've sent me a few over and i've had a look at them they're 60 seconds and they're just very layman terms you keep it very stripped back don't you about protection
1: yeah i mean i don't think anyone has the patience to listen to a video (laughs) for more than 60 seconds i think that's just a waste of time um and i yeah i just trying to keep it as simple as possible because there's no point using certain words and complicate things Um, if it's as simple as possible people may actually listen and understand
0: and do you have anybody come into appointments and go oh I've watched that video on life insurance or critical illness do they tell you that they've watched them
1: yeah yeah Yeah, especially on Instagram um on LinkedIn it's more obviously people in our industry Mm -hmm. rather than clients but on like Instagram and Facebook it is obviously more clients um so no yeah no they all watch watch the
0: videos so what would your tip be for, for somebody starting out in video? Because you just gave it a go, didn't you?
1: Yeah, just do it. Don't think that you have to have all like the equipment yeah. and all to know everything to do with technology because you don't. Um I mean, for me personally, I record a video and as long as I've as long as I know I haven't messed up, I then don't watch the video again because I I hate them. Um so just I just your
0: mom. It's the same thing. I've taken a photo, just get it out there, go. <laughs>
1: she sends it to me and then I watch it and say yeah it's fine don't you yeah right okay I can't watch the videos back um so just do it and just don't think about anything
0: else and I'm glad you touched on that before Pam it's not you're not putting that out there for the engagement the likes or anything like that you are genuinely putting out that content to one get your face out there but two you're adding an extra layer of value to your audience then aren't you because you're telling people what critical illness cover is it's Nina I trust her I've seen her for six months I've seen her face on some photos And now she's telling me what that product is. I feel much more comfortable talking to Nina about it now. Yeah. Before, I might have felt, well, you're a specialist in protection. and There's a bit of the mental block there, isn't there, sometimes?
1: And also, I think that this industry is full of middle-aged, I'm middle-aged, I'm 50, but middle-aged men in grey suits and cheap grey suits. Yeah. And I have so many people, so many clients that come to me and say, oh, I'm embarrassed to tell you I've got this default and I'm like, not okay, let's deal with it, blah, 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 blah. And I think that that comes from them knowing them seeing my face already. So they feel comfortable with the fact that I'm not I wear trainers to work. Uh, you know, you know, what I mean, That I'm in jeans, I'm not sitting behind a desk, I'll sit on the sofa with my legs crossed. And I think they feel comfortable then having a conversation and um, they don't think that I'm going to be looking down on them thinking, well, how the hell did you get into that mess then? Because I'm like, okay, everyone's been there. Let's start from the beginning. And and I think that that it's more personable.
0: Because you're not in like a nineties, like shoulder pad suit sat behind a desk <laughs> in a corporate environment. They're like, Oh, well, that's Pam on the sofa. I'll just give her a call. That's <laughs> how you've perceived yourself on social. And that's how you are. I talk to a lot of people about this is if, if you're portraying yourself on social media in a certain way and then they phone you up and you're completely different, you're so disingenuous and you lose that trust straight away, yeah. don't you?
1: I mean, every, everything we ever do on social media isn't a lie. I don't, I'm not one of those people that just put the nice bits in. I, I have put bits, oh, to, you know, this month's been a bit rubbish or this, mm. you know, something's happened, blah, 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 or I'm in hospital with my son or something like that. I do put the realistic, We don't sugarcoat anything. I I try to be honest in everything that I say and do. So I don't, and and I've taught my children to be the same. So I think that as long as you're honest, then you're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, and I see that from the content that you're putting out there. Right, so let's talk about a little stroll that you're going on. Oh God. (laughs) You've decided for some reason. I'm an idiot. uh, (laughs) So who started it? And tell us exactly what you're doing.
1: I did. Um, I didn't even tell Nina. I sat at my desk and thought, I need to raise money for Crohn's because I normally do half marathons. So I've done a couple of half marathons for them. And obviously COVID put a whole you know, thing on that. Um, and I thought, I want to climb a mountain. And I thought, oh, I'll do Snowdon. And I thought, it's ridiculous, everyone does Snowdon. And I thought, I want to climb Ben Nevis, being half Scots. So I, um, I wrote a, a list of people that I liked. Mm-hmm. and It was about 12, 15 people. And I thought, okay, I'm can. i I'm going to ask them to climb Ben Nevis. And then I actually sat and thought, hold on, why don't I invite my BDMs that I like? And then I thought, hold on, why don't I invite someone else that I like? And then if you'd have seen her face when I said, I want to climb Ben Nevis, she goes, well, I'm not doing it. And then I said, okay. No, and then said, I'm not doing it either. And then Vicky, my PA, said, I'm not doing it either. And I was just like, great. So then I then asked a few of my uh, mortgage friends mm-hmm. and, then I asked a bit more, and then I got drunk and asked a bit more, and then um, we went to events and asked a bit more, and then Nina was like, oh, "I'm doing it." So uh, we're now there's now forty something of us climbing Ben Nevis in twenty three days' time.
0: Oh my god! Ha- how was the training? One, how are you going to get all forty <laughs> people training? And have they all been training? Is how your how's your training been going?
1: Um, we're up to doing 10k runs Nina and I, mm-hmm. if we stopped eating chocolate we would be thin as thin as anything, <laughs> but unfortunately, the chocolate for t-
0: energy don't worry it's got great. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but now our training's is cool we're, we're okay Um, lots of people have been training, I feel like i'm a lifesaver because lots of people have been emailing me going Pam I've lost a stone or Pam I'm, I. am mean, yeah. or yeah so we've got some jolly nice people climbing Ben Nevis.
0: Oh, and tell us about the charity that you're because I know people will know your backstory, but please just tell us all about it.
1: So my son got diagnosed with Crohn's at 13. Um, and for the first three or four years, it was literally hell on earth. We lived at a hospital more than we lived anywhere else. Um so thank God thank God Touchwood, he is in a very good place at the moment. Um and it's for Crohn's, so it's for Crohn's and colitis. Um there's three people also climbing Ben Nevis with Crohn's and colitis on that on that day. Um if I didn't have the Crohn's and Colitis charity at the time when my son got diagnosed, um, I don't know what I'd have done, to, if, I, if I'm honest with you. Um, their website sort of took me to all of the different drugs that he was on. Because if you'd Google some of the drugs, they were horrific. And so I just wanted to talk to somebody that knew about them and then knew everything about them, not just the bad side. So um, I phoned them regularly and looked on their website a million times. So I, I thought, what can I do to give back something? Um, oh, yeah it's it's been it's been great we're at 11 and a half thousand now in um well nearly 11 and a half thousand in donations Fantastic. so i'm very pleased
0: and the way that you've going back to how you portray your business on social you you push this a lot on linkedin because of the bdms because you're using their audience and it's i talk about something that's like a a brand anchor almost that my brand anchor is tea that everybody knows me for tea and this (laughs) has almost become your thing that this is you're doing with the bdms and you're known in the industry for raising this money i am i am i'm proud of that which is fantastic and it's a lovely thing to do but it, for me again I know you as a personal and you're a personal team but it breaks down another barrier that I can yes. speak to you about the charity and I know you never did it for this and you wouldn't oh, cool. but you didn't do it to generate business but it probably has helped you generate even more business because it's a it's a kind of a, a topic a conversation starter with people isn't it
1: Do you know do you know what I'm most proud of um I went to the BMAs last year and I was leaving and my husband was collecting me outside in the car and a girl came up to me and said you're Pam Brown, I said I am and she started to cry. And I thought, oh, God, what have I done? And I literally just stood there thinking, dear God, have I not done her mortgage? What have I done? Have I not got back to her? And she said, my sister has Crohn's disease and she's in hospital now and blah, 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 blah. And you're doing this for Crohn's. I can't believe it. And the private messages I've had is must be about 100 people that have had Crohn's or colitis and they haven't told their employers or they haven't told their best friends because they're embarrassed. Or we met someone on Friday, didn't we, Nina, who who, who um, had knew I was climbing Ben Nevis for Crohn's and they'd just been diagnosed with colitis and and they were embarrassed by it still and I was like no 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 no, I'm always here my this is my email blah 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 blah." and I I think that's if I'm honest I'm really proud because I've made people talk about such a debilitating disease and that's the bit that I'm proud of I'm proud that my children are involved I'm proud that we're going to be all dragged up for Nevis for, for, for my son and I'm so proud this industry's got behind us um
0: yeah, there is a lot of support out there. There's a lot of
1: support out there, and, and I have lovely friends in this industry. Okay.
0: Well, I wish you wish you both all oh, the best, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> what i doing. Like. <laughs> Hopefully the weather's good, though, because Scotland's well-known for its weather.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the bit we're dreading, is if it pees down with rain, and we are halfway up a damn mountain, and everyone pushes me off. Because... It's yeah. <laughs> your
0: idea to do it. How yeah. long will it take you to climb it? A long time. <laughs> yeah, love that. My son, that then.
1: my son thinks he's, he's saying Bolton is going to get up and down in two hours. Uh, but I think realistically, it will be about eight, nine hours to climb up and down. Yeah.
0: That'd be fantastic. But well, guys, I wish you I wish you all the best. I do. Right, to finish off the podcast, I'd like to ask the strategy question, which I'm going to ask you both separately if that's okay. Because I'm sure you've got different ways of doing it. So we'll start with Nina. So we're going to pretend that you've moved to Scotland, you've got a laptop, a mobile phone, and an internet. Oh, ben
1: device. Nivis. <laughs> You're,
0: yeah, you've climbed Ben Nivis. You've got no, to have no, 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 started no. a new business. <laughs> what, would you, what would you do to start generating new leads for your business?
1: Um I think we're definitely going to have the same answer for this, but it's just to do what, what we, we're doing at the moment.
0: Um, very interesting.
1: Using social media, you can do everything from your laptop and your phone. Um, and all you need is one client and then that can then just be another referral and their friends and their family. So it would be to do exactly what I'm doing um, changing location doesn't really mean anything. I go on holiday a lot and I still I still did the exact same job, no matter if I'm on a beach or in the office um so I'll just continue to do exactly what I'm doing
0: so what are you doing at the moment how many times you upload to social where are you uploading to
1: um so normally on a good on a good week three
0: this is what I want people to see the honest side of it
1: on a good week three times a week I do like to do videos two to three times a week um and then probably like a normal like personal post once or twice a week um and LinkedIn's obviously the main channel that I use and um, I do have an Instagram as well but LinkedIn is definitely the main channel
0: and uh, what I like to get across on this podcast is people that are successful on LinkedIn like yourselves is it's not just a case of putting a post out there and leaving it for a few days you <coughs> excuse me you are on the platform every few days aren't you responding to people interacting yes. that's really important isn't it at the moment
1: yeah yeah no 100%. Yeah. And I think it's just consistency and just repeating exactly what you're doing it and be yourself yeah and being
0: yourself. So when it comes to you've got that one client and you start and you say that it builds referrals, are there, are there any particular strategies that you use to get those referrals? Do you ask them for people's email addresses? Do you just ask them to speak to people, or do you leave it as and let nature do its thing? I just um,
1: nice, yeah, I think if if they like you and you've done a good job, then it's kind of just obvious. And um, mm-hmm. why would you trust anyone else with the same job mm-hmm. if got a good
0: service? And I think. I think you'll agree with this on on this plan that protection is a lot more mortgages. Yes. Very personal, but protection is a lot more personal. And if they can build their trust with Nina, as you said, if you've got a friend, yep, just go and see Nina. She looked after me. That's how I would see it. Definitely.
1: I think the doors open because they know me and then, and then obviously, and I think it's easier actually, because they know she's my daughter. So if they trust me, they're going to trust Nina and that's I think point, yeah. yeah yeah, I think that I think and because because I know she's good because because they know I've done a good job on their mortgage and, and I, I know that I can trust her completely behind me I think that's that's really nice as well
0: and again that goes back to that person knows that you've got family values instilled in the business not only from the way that you've treated them Pam but if they look at you on social media they see exactly the same thing so it's just backing up that that narrative that you're posting all the time both when you're dealing with customers but on social media as well Pam I'll ask you the same question but I I assume the answer is going to be very much the same I think
1: there's a line I say in my head Nina will probably know this line that I say in my head treat your first like your last and your last like your first and I think that is so good because If you get complacent in this business and think, oh, the leads are going to come in tomorrow, I don't care if someone's mortgage is 27,000 or or 970,000, everyone gets treated the same in my office. And I think that's how, you you know, you, you have to treat the cleaner the same as you treat the CEO. And I think if you don't treat the cleaner the same as the CEO, then... I wouldn't want to deal with that person. Um, and I think that we have lots of foreign people in Vista from, from, from all over Europe. And I think that lots of other brokers just think, oh God, here we go. I don't. I think I try, to, I try to remember a word in their language so they feel comfortable. I try to do something like that so everyone feels comfortable. Nobody feels, oh God, Pam doesn't want to see me because X, Y, and Z. And I, I try to treat everybody equally. And I think that if that happens, then that's a
0: good footstep. You talking about the language, that's really interesting. It's a great way. And in my head, then, I'm thinking of you sitting on the sofa. Do you know what I mean? Having that chat with them and it just... You need to set up a podcast like the two ladies on the sofa or the 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 browns on the sofa. That's what you need to do. (laughs) Today's podcast is Pam
1: and Nina on the sofa
0: again. You two, Just a couple of glasses of wine getting sloshed and just have a chat with people. (laughs) No, I have to go at
1: this point because my client's here, but I'm going to leave you with Nina.
0: No problem. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Pam. Take, yeah. Take care. So, Nina, that, I was just about to ask the charity question, and I'm pretty sure we know which donation we're going to make to, but if you'd just like to let us know which £10 donation you'd like us to make it to. Of
1: course. Crohn's and colitis, please.
0: Fantastic. And we'll make that for your um, for your little jog up there. Up Nice <laughs> okay. oh, yeah. little um, walk. Very best of luck with that. I'm sure you'll absolutely smash it. And as I said, I'm sure Pam and Nina would love to chat to any mortgage broker that's or protection broker that's thinking about getting into the industry. But specifically women, if you are sat there thinking it's a daunting industry, there's nobody there and it's they think it's a cutthroat industry. I hope that this has shown that these ladies prove all of those stigmas wrong with this industry. You're there to chat to anybody, aren't you, Nina?
1: Yeah, 100%. Our inbox or our, or our office door is always open. So yeah, no, 100%. percent Lovely. would love
0: to. Fantastic. And thank you so much for coming on. Go and check out Nina's social media. Go and have a look at the videos that she's uploading and have a look at their, their page on LinkedIn because there's a lot of personal stuff on there. You don't have to talk about business all the time. That's what I want people to, uh, to take away. But thank you, Nina, so much for coming on the podcast. And thank you, Pam, who's disappeared off to her appointment because you're very busy.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for having us.